everybody, Matt Yakovit, Head of Open Source Strategy at Percona, or the Hoss for short. I'm here with another podcast, The Hoss Talks Foss, and today I'm here with David Zhao uh, from Zeta DB. Hello, David. Hi, Matt. Hi, everyone. Glad to meet you. It's very glad to have you here. Now, David, can you tell us a little bit about your background? You actually worked for Oracle and for Tencent. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I worked uh, in Oracle for like six years or so, and in Tencent for another three years. So I in Oracle I worked on uh, Berkeley DB and MySQL database systems, and uh, in Tencent I worked on uh, uh, TD SQL. It's a distributed uh, DBMS. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I did. In my entire career, I worked on uh, database systems. And, uh, yeah, and the internals, though, not just the databases, you were into the very low levels. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, starting from the Berkeley DB, it's uh, embedded uh, embeddable database engine, storage engine, and... Uh, and uh, it supports all the uh, transactional semantics, the SID uh, properties of uh, transactions. And uh, although it's a key value, it has a key value, a simple key value interface. Um, in MySQL, I worked on in the optimizer team, uh, worked on several uh, uh, functionalities of the optimizer uh, of MySQL. Yeah. And you like performance because in your talk, you compared quite a bit of different performance benchmarks. So I could see the, the optimizer team was a good fit for you early on in your career. Yeah, it's a great team. Yeah. So great engineers in the MySQL optimizer team. Yes. Yeah. And everybody always wants faster. They, they always do. Yeah. So you decided to leave Tencent and start Zeta DB, yeah, and so now you have a project called uh, Kunlun. Kunlun, yeah, Kunlun, yeah, Kunlun, Kunlun, yeah. okay, uh, which you talked about at Percona Live. Now, one of the cool things, the nice things about the talk that you know, I listened to the talk, is you do compare Postgres and MySQL at a kernel level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, so you walk through the different features yeah. and it sounds like you really approached your project by trying to take the best that was in Postgres and the best that was in MySQL and combine the two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, because I also worked on Postgres for several years in Teradata and uh, uh, I know uh, how it works. I know its strengths and weakness. So. Uh, basically, basically uh, in the Quinlan project, what I want to do is to combine the best of both the Postgres and the, uh, MySQL. Uh, and I believe the, the, the essence, the, the best part of uh, Postgres is the query processing. And for MySQL, it's the inner DB storage engine and it's the bin log uh, application. Uh, although it's, uh, it has also very good optimizer, yes, for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, I believe if I combine the two, I, I can build something new. Uh, that's the Quinlan distributed, distributed uh, DBMS. 
uh, now uh, we are in the uh, we are very close to making making it a commercial database system. It has all the uh, basic functionality, including the transaction processing, the query processing, uh, the, the common DDL and DML statements are all supported now. So, uh, and it shows very good performance uh, and also other aspects, uh, for example, stability, crash safety, and so on. Okay. Uh, and you built this as a sharded system, correct? So the data is um, share nothing as yeah. opposed to share everything. Exactly. The, uh, the reason is that uh, uh, in future, especially in big uh, uh, countries like in China and the USA, there are a lot of internet users. There are many companies which have a huge amount of data. That's hundreds of terabytes of data. For example, I worked in Tencent before. Uh, the, the, the DBMS we, we built, it was called TD SQL. It's a distributed, uh, distributed uh, DBMS uh, which uses MySQL as the storage nodes. Uh, it supports a lot of internet, internet businesses and the games of Tencent. And, and uh, each, in each of the, for example, the games, there are a lot of data. So, um, so I see the, uh, I see uh, there will be many other companies which will need, uh, which will have more data, uh, similar amount of data as Tencent or Alibaba and so on, because these are very leading, uh, world leading companies, internet companies uh, of the world. So, uh, but there are, uh, there will be more companies uh, which will also meet all these challenges. That's why I left Tencent and. Uh, this project, and uh, uh, I believe it will help um, a lot more smaller companies which don't have the resources to 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 build a special database kernel team to 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 to, to do all this uh, kernel development. So, yes, yeah. and a lot of the work that you're doing um, is is similar to other problems that other database or other companies have had. YouTube, for instance, created VTES you know, to do their specific sharding solution. Um, I know that at the Percona Live, there was also a talk from the um, people at Uber who built their own database engine uh, on MySQL. You've taken the unique approach, like I said, of combining the best of both worlds with Postgres and MySQL, whereas those two are very focused solely on MySQL. So this is a very common problem, and it's a very unique solution that you've taken to it. Now, I'm curious, one of the challenges with any of these systems is always, like I mentioned, the sharding. It, when you set up your tables and your structures, yeah. are you picking the shard key or is the shard key automatic? Tell, tell us a little bit about the sharding implementation. Okay, okay, the sharding part, okay. Uh, uh, I, uh, in, in Quinlan, we uh, need the DBA to choose the sharding key for each table. So that, that means a little bit uh, extra work for DBAs, but uh, for a, a good DBA, he needs to know his business, what kind of tables he's, he, he's building. So, so that makes sense for him to know that which table should, each table should be sharded or not. For example, a, a huge table like an order, orders table, it's 
should be sharded because there can be millions or billions of orders. For another table, for example, a department table, it's small, so it should not be sharded at all. It should be a standalone table. So, uh, and for each, uh, for different types of table, um, he needs to specify how uh, the table should be sharded. For example, uh, it should be hashed uh, by, by some uh, columns that he choose, or uh, another table may, maybe should be sharded by range, for example, by, by date. For example, uh, other table may uh, be sharded uh, uh, every week. Every week there should be, a, or even every day for, for big, uh, websites like Taobao. So the, the, uh, it makes sense for DBA to know all these uh, details. So uh, our approach, our uh, philosophy is that uh, DBA should uh, uh, should know this and should all, uh, uh, get involved in all this uh, work. Uh, it should not be uh, uh, something that's uh, just like a, a, a simple camera. Uh, I know how to say that in English anyway. Um, so uh, uh, it's uh, that is, is, uh, all this uh, extra work uh, uh, DBA does makes uh, it makes our system more uh, uh, be able to uh, do more optimization. For example, uh, we we know the how each table uh, each table is sharded, and we will. We can do more optimization, performance optimization. So it's a it's a balance. Uh, we choose the professional uh, end. It's uh, okay. actually not a lot of work. It's only a little bit uh, extra work, and we can uh, we can make a DBA life easier by uh, providing a, a GUI uh, interface. So in the end, they they don't have actual much work to do. Okay. Okay, great, and and I mean with with this with with Quinlan, um, you have you know a, a system that is distributed, and you know performance on big data is always important, mm -hmm. but sometimes systems struggle with smaller queries or maybe aggregates or maybe you know there, there are certain query patterns that don't work well with the, you know particular implementations. Are there some implementations or some query patterns that work really, really well in Quinlan right now and other ones that still need some work? Um, I think um, queries generally work very well uh, in Quinlan. Uh, things like aggregates uh, is what, are, what we are working on, working on now. Uh, okay. It's easy to the the, the, the entire uh, in one word the the the, the guideline is to push down uh, extra work, push down as much work as as we can to the storage ends, storage shards, so that we can do parallel and distributed work. They can work together uh, at the same time. So, and we we can minimize the amount of data transferred. So that's the. Simple one-word uh, philosophy. So um, uh, uh, maybe the for a distributed system, uh, maybe the network latency is uh, is something that you you just can't uh, totally avoid. Uh, but the 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 good things is that the computing nodes are always supposed to stay in the same. Uh, at least the data center with the storage shards. Uh, users in, in real deployments uh, seldom uh, separate them uh, across multiple uh, storage, uh, sorry, data centers. 
they can separate some part of the each storage shard, some node, several node, one or two nodes uh, to another data center for for crash safety for for high availability. Uh, but they always put uh, they should put the computing nodes together with the um, uh, majority of the storage shards. Yeah, it's always hard to have that geo distributed cluster because you don't know the network connectivity and the volatility between two separate geolocated data centers. You know, I know like going from, let's say, um, you know, China to a data center in Europe might have latency issues that introduce all kinds of complexities and issues that you just might not normally uh, have to deal with. So it is a complex problem, definitely. Yeah. Now, Quinlan is 100% open source, right? So, so it's available on GitHub? Yeah, it's, uh, it's open source in it's, uh, Quinlan is uh, open source in GitHub, and uh, uh, we actually also have a enterprise edition. The enterprise okay. edition has uh, exactly the same uh, set of functionality as the open source edition. Uh, the only difference is the performance. Uh, actually, okay. the, the, the enterprise edition has some particular uh, performance enhancements. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you're following the model that, you know, hey, get started with the free version. And yeah. when you need more performance, call us up and then we'll, we'll talk about buying the license or the support for the enterprise version. Yes. And also the uh, open source uh, edition has all the crash safety uh, fixes uh, to MySQL. I mean, oh, yeah, I wrote some article, maybe you already uh, know. MySQL has quite some uh, cross safety issues regarding the XA transaction. Uh, with yes. part, and uh, that part are all open source. So the open source edition is actually crash safe. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I actually know that way, way, way back, when, because I worked for MySQL um, AB, uh, right? So way, 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 way back. Uh, back then, XA transactions were added on as almost an afterthought. Uh, so it, w there wasn't a lot of like work. And we, we always would tell people from a consulting perspective, Ooh, you, we don't know if you really want to use those because they haven't been as tested um, and as, um, ready for production as people might like. So we, we, we back then we used to tell people that. So um, it's great that you fixed some of those issues because I knew that some of them existed since 2007, probably. <laughs> when I, when wow. I was involved. Actually, um, uh, I think uh, the maybe the TD cycle of Tencent, that, that's the project I was working on. Uh, my responsibility was to make TD cycle a uh, real distributed database in Tencent. Okay. Tencent, the TD cycle is maybe the probably the first uh, distributed uh, DBMS uh, that uh, uses uh, MySQL as storage nodes that totally uh, fix uh, all the uh, MySQL XA issues. That's why uh, I, I'm proud that uh, I make a lot of contribution to the MySQL uh, team, we uh, we contributed all the uh, bug fixes, uh, reported all the bugs we found regarding the XA transaction to MySQL team, and um, uh, some of them ha ha have been fixed. Uh, some uh, have not yet in eight in MySQL eight. So that's why 
I still need to fix. Uh, we still need to fix uh, several XA uh, uh, issues, XA transaction crash safety issues in in Kremlin storage. That's the that's our MySQL um, branch uh, derived from. So. What what I could do here is while we're on here, I'll call out Lens Grimmer, who is in charge of our server engineering. Lens, you should talk to David and get those patches and put them in Procona server. Yeah, sure. I, I I'm glad to contribute the, the, the patches to uh, to Procona and the MySQL teams. Yeah, no, it's great, and, and that's the power of open source, right? Um, is you you know people have different use cases, they find issues, they can fix them, and that's really a great thing. Yeah. Well, David, thank you for coming. Thank you for talking at Percona Live. If you haven't seen David's talk at Percona Live, it is available now, um, either on our website or through YouTube. Uh, it is 100% free. I would definitely encourage you, if you want to know the differences between Postgres and MySQL at a, at a kernel level, uh, to check it out. It is a very interesting talk from that perspective. And, um, you know, good luck with the project. And hopefully this helps you know, get people interested and they'll try it out and give you feedback. Yes, thank you very much. Wow, what a great episode that was. We really appreciate you coming and checking it out. We hope that you love open source as much as we do. If you like this video, go ahead and subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And of course, tune in to next week's episode. We really appreciate you coming and talking open source with us.